0: Thank you for joining me, everyone. Uh, I don't know what to say. Are we going to have football? Yes or no. Are we going to start late? Maybe, maybe not. Are we going to start in the spring? Maybe, maybe not. Is every conference going to fold? Maybe, maybe not. Is just the Big Ten going to do it? Maybe, maybe not. Nobody knows anything. We kicked the collective can down the road for six months, and here we are with no answers, Nobody should be surprised by this. This is how this machine works. Everybody kicked the can down the road all summer hoping, fingers crossed, nature would magically make this all disappear so no plan would be needed. Now we need a plan and every two minutes you get different information on what the plan is and what's going to happen. It's ridiculous and there are some major ironies in this discussion too that we need to talk about. I'm getting irritated with all this. Make decisions, show some leadership. The kids are the losers in all this. These guys working their asses off, playing this sport. And they're getting jerked around, yes, no, yes, no. Nobody knows what the hell's going on. And it's getting really tiresome. Time for some real leadership. Let's talk about it. We talk about respect. Talking about respect around the country. It's one thing that we want more than anything else, and that's respect. Welcome to the Always Irish Show. A whole lot of Notre Dame football and a little bit of everything else. After hitch up your child. and say, "Hey, baby, here I am now." Often annoyed, here's Johnny. Welcome in, welcome back to a COVID Confusion Edition of the Always Irish Show. Thank you very much. I hope everybody's safe first and foremost. I don't know where you live, but in the Chicago area, it's been a hectic day. Uh, You woke up and realized all of Chicago got looted overnight. So you're dealing with that. The storm of the century just blew through here about an hour ago. I got trees down all over all my work properties, powers out all over town. I don't know how I have electricity. I'm glad I do. That storm just should be hitting through South Bend a while ago that I just got hit in the Illinois-Chicago area. Hope everybody's safe. All of that's been wild for me, not to mention... Trying to keep up with all this news on Twitter and college football. What a freaking nightmare. Let's get the propers out of the way and then get into this, okay? YouTube, obviously, always Irish. Twitter, type in always Irish or at jkznd4. Like, subscribe, share, review, write mean comments. I don't care what you do. I just like the interaction. Emails, alwaysirishnd at gmail.com. Hit me up. I'm still trying to make my way through them. Um, And I enjoy the engagement. There's a lot of emails and I don't want to send back some lame. Somebody sends me all these paragraphs of their thoughts. I'm not going to send it back. Oh, that's cool, dude. I want to take some time to return the mail to you guys with some thought. So I'm still working through that. The audio only version, it's through Anchor now. You could get it through any of the podcasts, anyone you like. So iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, I'm there. Check it out, okay? So... I had this beautiful show, all my bullet points lined up. I wanted to break down Notre Dame's ACC schedule some more. Notre Dame has some good recruiting momentum. I wanted to talk about that as well. Like we, I wanted to talk about Kevin Austin's injury. Like we have all this Notre Dame stuff that's actually tangible I wanted to talk about. And with all this news and not news and rumors and maybe this and maybe that and one Group's doing this and the other's doing that. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of all this. So what I'm going to do is, this is just going to be a short episode about this virus situation. Then I'm going to do another episode acting like we're in the real world and just talking about football. So I'm going to try and separate them. So there's going to be a couple of them. We're going to cover the virus stuff here. Then we'll do another one right after it with real football talk, okay? So here's what I don't understand. First off, here's the very first thing. Nobody should be shocked that this has all come to a head and is an absolute cluster nightmare right before season's supposed to start. No one should be surprised. If you follow the NCAA or college football or whatever, You know what there is? There's not a bunch of leaders. There's a bunch of followers in charge of all these institutions. These are people, I'm not even talking about the NCAA. The NCAA doesn't want anything to do with this. They're backing out. They only want to divvy out punishment and accept money. That's all they want to do. So you're not getting any leadership from there to begin with, which is its own disgrace. Put them aside. All these conference commissioners and presidents of all these schools and all this stuff, these guys are great front runners to get up there and accept a big donated check, shake hands at the the, the event to raise money from the boosters and the donors, the big cigar smokers. These guys, these guys are all about it when everything's good. When you got something like this going on, they all sit back and hope somebody else makes the tough decisions that they could follow, okay? So you have all these guys sitting back. here, They're front runners. That's what all these guys are. They're front runners. When things are great, they're front and center, accepting all the accolades, all the money, all the kudos, TV time, publicity, all that. Here we are six months down this corona path. Nobody has any damn answers. I know that this is new territory for everybody unless you're 800 years old and lives through the Spanish flu. I know this is new territory. Information changes all the time. I understand that. But there is no way you could tell me we couldn't be more prepared than we are today for where we're at. I think all these people kicked the can down the road in February, March, April, May, June, even into July, kicked the can down the road, figuring somehow by some miracle this would all resolve itself. And it hasn't. So now we're in a situation where the non-revenue generating conferences are out. I got news for you guys. These smaller schools, all these, a lot of them lose money fielding a football team. They lose money fielding a football team and having a season. They don't make it. So it's an easy decision for them to not play. They lose money by having to put on a football team anyways. So I don't think that can be extrapolated into the Power Five discussion. though A lot of those schools don't make money. They lose money from football. The decision's easy for them. Also, a lot of those schools and conferences do not have those same resources to appropriately test and do all this high-level, sophisticated medical stuff Notre Dame's doing right now. Their whole, Notre Dame's whole campus, 99.7 negative. All the COVID of the whole campus, all the tests, 99.7% negative. So Notre Dame's doing it right. But a lot of those smaller schools don't have those resources. It was a no-brainer for them to not play this year. Okay, so you have that. Here's what I don't get. If you're the Big Ten, what changed between putting out a schedule and making a big deal of that? Your Commissioner Warren saying he feels comfortable with his kid playing in the SEC. He's got a kid who goes to Mississippi State or Mississippi, one of them, and this is the Big Ten's commissioner, and he was saying last week, oh, I, I'd feel safe with my kid playing. Okay, So he's he feels comfortable with his kid playing down south in the SEC. They make a big deal, put out these schedules, and then... Not even two or three days later, the Big Ten wants to pull the plug on the whole thing. What changed? What changed? I Philosophically, I don't understand. There's no way the Mac shutting down triggered all this in the Power Five. I can't believe that. Yeah, I know that meant Notre Dame had to find another team to schedule. But there's no way the Mac triggered all this with the Power Five. So... You tell me what's changed in the two, two and a half days from them, the Big Ten putting on a schedule, and now they're on the forefront of conferences ready to throw in the towel and not play. What changed? I read the information about the heart situation. I don't know what it's called. What do I look like? Dr. Phil? Doogie Hauser? I don't know what it is. Some heart thing from COVID. I read about that today, and then I read right under it, This information's been out for months. This isn't new information about this heart stuff. So you gotta tell me what has changed from the two days where the the Big Ten announces a schedule to magically make them want to shut it all down. I don't get it. The inconsistencies here are driving me crazy. If you picked a path and stuck to it, people could deal with it. But being yo-yoed and jerked back and forth is driving everybody crazy. It's driving everybody crazy, okay? So I just don't understand what changed over the weekend that's making this this happen with the Big Ten. And from what I understand, it seems like the Big Ten thought they had enough power to get in a a conference call with these other conferences and say, oh, we think we're going to shut down. Everybody kind of come with us and do it. Doesn't sound like people want to. Doesn't sound, even in the Big Ten, you have some coaches that don't want to. Jim Harbaugh's spoken out. Ryan Day's spoken out. We already know Iowa and Nebraska want to play. Okay, so so they're speaking out. So I don't understand what Warren's doing. He's in an awkward position with the kid in the SEC, and he said he's comfortable with him playing, but this is the guy that's going to pull the plug on the whole Big Ten? So I don't know what the recent news is. I've been on here 10 minutes. The news probably changed 20 times. Big 10, Pac-12 leaning towards shutting it down or pushing it till spring. Big 12, SEC, ACC still wants to find a way to play. You got Nebraska's coach saying we're going to find a way to play no matter what. So this is a total cluster with no coordinated leadership. None. First it was we're we're gonna do our own different things. Then we're all gonna be on the same page, conference only. Then they have this meeting. Now everybody wants to do their own thing again. I don't know what to think, but it's driving it's driving everybody nuts. And all I am is a f- stupid fan and a guy who talks into a, a microphone a few times a week. How do you think these kids feel? Working their asses off to accomplish their dreams, getting jerked around this whole summer, and now who knows what's going to happen. So I, I don't know what the deal is with this, and and I don't know what's causing these changes of heart one or two days after you. You put out a big schedule, then you want to shut it down? Nice timing. It's a pretty good indicator you're going to play when you announce this fancy big schedule. Two days later, you want to shut it down, and you're surprised people are asking questions I am not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a researcher. I don't know what the right thing to do is here. I just know you need some leadership, and we're not getting it. And the other thing, I've been thinking about this a lot too. I really wonder how this virus situation would be handled if it was like three years ago or two years from now, not in an election cycle. With a lot of bad blood and a lot of things going on. Because make no mistake about this. Whatever you think of the virus, it's just the flu. Or if you think that if you go outside and breathe in air, you're going to drop dead from this virus. Whichever way you think about it, one thing I know for sure. Everything about this has been politicized from day one. On both sides. Both sides of this are guilty of it. Okay? Okay. Republican, Democrat, make no doubt about it, this has been political from day one. And that is leaking into all of these discussions because it's not just the school president and the conference commissioners, but then you have governors in all these states. They have angles they want that help their election and their people. This is all connected into one big cluster. Just give us football. Figure it out figure it out or if you couldn't let everybody know it so they can make other plans with their life with their well-being with their future with their education because what we're doing right now isn't working for everybody kick the can down the road you're running out of time to kick the can you're about at the end of the road so i don't know i don't know what's going to happen here I I don't know what's going to happen here. I scroll through Twitter trying to make sure I have accurate information to share with you guys. Everything changes every two minutes. I can't keep up with it. But this Big Ten thing, I really don't understand. I just, I don't get it. I really don't get it. What changed in the two days since they put out a schedule with emphasis? And now two days later, it's all over. We got to shut down. What changed? I don't get it. Where is the leadership? Where is the leadership? Now is not the week to decide it's a good idea to get all the commissioners in a room to talk about this. Should have been done every week for the last six months. That's why I'm mad. Kick the can down the road. Somebody else figure it out. This and that. They Those commissioners, here's what should happen. Screw the NCAA. They're not even a factor as far as proper guidance, protocol, nothing. They are nothing to me. That organization is evil, okay? But what should have happened from the beginning of this COVID situation, somebody should have got on the phone with the five conference, power five conference commissioners and Captain Jack Swarbrick, get them all in a room, okay? Start going through all this. Come up with contingency plans, A, B, C, D. See if you could all be on the same page with this stuff. Not this week, six months ago, five months ago, four months ago, three months ago, two months ago. Not this week. Not this week. It's too damn late. All those decision makers should have been meeting this whole time together. Together. Because I don't know why you do this separate with one conference not playing, one conference playing. Okay, let's say right now what I'm hearing is the latest. Who knows? It could have changed. I've been on here 10 minutes. The ACC wants to play. The SEC wants to play. The Big 12 wants to play for sure. I'm hearing the Pac-12 and Big 10 are the two with the most concerns. Okay, fine. How? Th- how can you do that? What if this is the way it is and 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 the the Big Ten doctors or whoever's making this decision says we can't do it, then what? Then what? You got the SEC saying they're going to play. You got the ACC saying they're going to play to Big 12. What's going to happen then? Are you going to tell all the Big Ten kids you're just not playing this year, you got to sit out? My thought was if they announced this a few months ago that a conference wasn't going to do it, you would have a mass exodus in the transfer portal of kids that aren't guaranteed first-round drafts, draft stocks but have a chance with a good senior season to make some moves in the draft. Those kids would be leaving the conferences that won't play and trying to go somewhere where they can play to boost their draft stock. Is that even feasible now or is it too late and you got to tell that kid if you're in the Big 10, we're not playing. You can't transfer. You have to just sit out. You're out. You're just out of luck. How does that work? How's that going to work? I don't know if it can. I I don't know what they're going to do. I have no idea. But the other thing is too. And I do think this is a part of it. Nobody's going to tell me it ain't a part of it cuz I know how these higher ups are a part of this. I think, has to do with this potential, I don't want to call it unionization, but these player-driven movements towards with their demands of even calling for revenue share in, in the Pac-12. Those players that signed that want half the revenue from the TV deal, along with social justice stuff and uh, better COVID protection, all those things. Some of those demands are perfectly reasonable. But they started, they're starting to ask for revenue splits and that kind of stuff. There are some people in these back board rooms that would love an opportunity to call a timeout and try and figure out how to squash this unionization thing that's growing in momentum. These higher-ups don't want to go there. They're used to the power structure that it's been for 100 years, where they call the shots, the kids have no power. They either play nice and go along with it or they don't. And they don't play college football. Those times are changing. The kids have more power than they ever had before. A part of this, I think, is them wanting to call a timeout on this and figure out how to navigate that situation too. But you'll never hear that from anybody because they can't say it; they'd get roasted for it. But I'm going to say it. Okay. So I, I just don't, I, I just don't understand what changed that much in the last two to three days. Here's the other thing, and this is the funniest part of all this. I'm sitting there today, and I'm reading Twitter. I'm seeing all this information, and I'm seeing these Big Ten, uh couple of the Big Ten coaches saying, even if they don't play, you know, we're Nebraska. We're going to find a way to play no matter what. And, and, and then a lot of fans were saying, well, on Twitter of these Big Ten schools, well, you know, screw you. We don't need the Big Ten. We'll go find our own schedule and we'll go do that if we have to do that. Yeah, you know what that sounds a lot like? Freaking independence! Sounds just like independence, doesn't it? Doesn't sound so bad and cheap and weak when you want to do it, does it? But when Notre Dame wants independence, oh, how dare them? Are you starting to see the benefits of not having to be beholden to one of these conferences? To be able to do what you need to do. Maybe some people are starting to see the benefits of independence. Being able to go do something on your own without asking for permission if you can. That's the irony of today, man. Everybody wishes they were independent today. When Notre Dame joined the ACC in this temporary arrangement, I took so much shit from people. Oh, don't let them do that just because it's a... Uh, A COVID year, you got to sit out because you're independent. Well, then you know what I say to you to the Big Ten then? They shut down. You love your conference so much, you're not freaking playing this year. It's got to work both ways. I got to call out your philosophical inconsistency here. If you didn't like Notre Dame being able to join the ACC as an emergency stopgap for this year, I don't want to hear you, Mr. or Mrs. Big Ten fan, wanting your team to defect for a year and go join the SEC or the ACC to play if they still allow it. You can't have it both ways, people. You either respect independence or you don't. But if you're such a big, loyal Big Ten person and they want to shut it down, guess you're shut down then. That may- That's hilarious to me. They're just... The hypocrisy is amazing. Notre Dame joins the ACC as an emergency backup plan, and I get ripped to shreds over it. Oh, Notre Dame, now you're crawling there because you need it. Well, now some of these teams need independence. We are going to give them shit for that? The hypocrisy is amazing. Everybody wishes they're independent now, don't you? So don't be mad at us that we prefer to call our own shots all the time. So now if you want to be able to defect and then build a schedule, I never want to hear you talk shit about Notre Dame's independence again. Because when you wanted it, it was there for you. So the independence irony here. It's been a very lighthearted angle in this. I've enjoyed all day. These Big Ten fans, well, our school just won't do that this year. We'll go find our own different schedule. Oh, wow, that sounds a lot like independence. Sounds really familiar. So you're fine with it when it works for you, but when it works for us, you don't want it. Okay, good theory there, okay? So summing this all up, it's an absolute disaster, an absolute cluster. There's no leadership. It's all political. These people are all losers and followers, not leaders. And what we need now is consistent leadership, okay? I don't care what the decision is, but make it consistent and clear. Right now, we're all in no man's land, and it's the worst possible place to be for everybody involved okay so how's this gonna play out I have no idea are you really gonna tell some of these kids if they're at a big 10 school you just have to sit out all year while everybody else plays because I think it's too late to allow them to transfer in and go try and play somewhere you're gonna tell those kids with draft stock in the line too bad buddy you're out That's what we're going to do? I don't know how you could do that. I just don't know how you could do that. And make no doubt about it. I see the hashtag we want to play and all that kind of stuff. That's fine. But what I think is going on behind closed doors is a bunch of pencil pushers and number crunchers and actuaries and insurance people and liability people and medical people. They're all in a room trying to figure out what they may or may not be on the hook for liability-wise should somebody really get sick or die or something happens. I'm telling you, that is a driving force behind this. If you think for a second that they're all sitting there worried about the well-being of these kids, you couldn't be more naive. They're just trying to figure out what can we do and not get sued. And I'm not just talking about this year. I'm talking about 20 years later, some class action lawsuit of everybody who has some heart defect from this virus or something like there's a lot of financial unknowns here too. I understand all that. I'm just asking for accurate and consistent information. If you can't play because of it, you can't play because of it. Make a decision. But this, wishy-washy stuff every hour doesn't work for anybody and just causes mass confusion and frustration and anxiety from everybody so epic failure of leadership specifically with the Big Ten and Warren it's a pretty tough move to say my kid plays football in the SEC I think it's fine for him to play put out a schedule two days later you want to shut it all down That's a bad look. That's a bad, bad look. But if they do shut the Big Ten down, good. I hope they—I feel bad for the kids, but don't, don't try and go independent then. You love your conference so much. You value your conference so much. They're not playing. You should stand by them and not play. How about that? That's what everybody said to me. John, you like independence so much. Now you can't build a schedule. Guess you don't have to play. Guess you don't get to play. Well, now I'm going to say it to you. You love your conference so much. The conference is everything. They don't play. Guess you're sitting out for a year. If you're going to dish it out to me, you got to take it. Consistence, consistent, right? Big 10, no playing. Sorry, Nebraska. You love the Big 10 so much. You can't go build your own schedule. It's got to work both ways. It's got to work both ways, okay? You can't just rip Notre Dame for being able to schedule how they need to and then you do it and and, and nothing. No, 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 no. Be consistent. Be consistent, okay? So total cluster. Everything's up in the air. Nobody knows what to think. Everybody's confused. Everybody's frustrated. There's no real leadership from anybody. And I don't know. I guess we'll just wait hour to hour and see what happens. A part of me thinks they're just going to run this clock out before you know it. Games will be here and they'll just play and see how it goes. They've kicked the can down the road for six months. Do it for another month and then just play the games then. I don't get this. The inconsistencies all over the board, I don't get. But... There should have been a plan A, B, C, D, E for about five months now with the five commissioners and Jack Swarbrick all in a room, have it all laid out, know what they could all do, be in it together as one moving part. Nope. Nope. They can't do it. And you know, nobody wants to be the first people to cancel. And and so everybody was waiting for another conference to do it. And then, and then it changed in different parts. It's a perfect storm of incompetence and ineptitude from those in leadership positions. Not all of them, but enough that we're in this position where nobody knows what's going to happen. Not all of them. It's not everybody, but it doesn't have to be. Enough people dropped the ball on this that we're now in a position where nobody has any guidance or direction whatsoever. So I don't know what to think. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to prepare for. This time of the year is already stressful enough when you're worried about how Notre Dame's going to play. Now we don't even know if we're going to play, when we're going to play, where we're going to play, who we're going to play. I'm losing my mind. So I guess I'll finish, finish this episode and get on Twitter and see what else is closed down, shut up, closed down, opened up moving conferences, switching around, building your own schedule, but ripping Notre Dame for doing it? I don't get it. If you guys have the answers, let me know because I don't know what to say anymore. Peace out.